serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Wednesday. Can't believe I'm so awake. This portion of the show is brought to you by... Hold Parkinson's Bone Electrical. Two-time winner. The Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. All right. We've got the uh, Giveathon for Phoenix Children's. And it is presented by your Valley Hyundai dealers, Auction Indian Community. Young Mr. Sharp said they uh, took some phone calls and he, some people pledged. Yeah, Jim Sharp is over there. We've got the phone bank, 602-933-4567, the Desert Financial Phone Bank. And we're doing it right out of our studios. Well, our building at yeah. least. Uh, and Jim Sharp is uh, answering phones. Yeah. It's about time he worked a day in his life. Him and the little, him and the little Sharps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, does it really? Yeah, the little sharp. He's got beautiful. They donated. Children. They donated. They gave. Uh, uh, they gave some money themselves. I thought that was so cute. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, he's got two beautiful daughters. They're terrific. My daughter woke me up this morning at about one fifteen. Little uh, three year old. Char- uh, she rolled over. She said, "Dad, Dad, Jeez. what are you doing?" <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I said, "What?" I said, "I'm sleeping." Oh, I'm awake. So funny. Yeah. She is you. Mm-hmm. She's a three-year-old you on, on you know, Red Last Bull. week, we got up and we played at like one in the morning. Of course you did. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Sometimes things are going on. We got to get busy. <laughs> All right. We got uh, midterm mayhem one hour away. Uh, we bring you the madness, the mayhem. That is the 2022 midterm election. Former Arizona, Arizona Governor Jan Brewer is going to join us. Did you have the stop and chat and the sit down with Carrie Lake? She'll ask. We'll ask. She'll tell us. Okay. Um, forget Carrie Lake for now. Let's talk about Katie Hobbs. Yeah, because there is somebody she's running against. You wouldn't know it. Although she's hiding Hobbs. That's what we're calling her now. Got to tell you, man. Uh, I, you know, I'll preface this. Listen, I don't like Carrie Lake. It's not a personal thing. Uh, if, if you are an election denier, you don't get my vote. I'm an independent and I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm yeah. not going to vote for any election denier. Now, that being said, uh, that doesn't automatically mean I'm going to vote for the other side. Because I'll sit this one out if Katie Hobbs doesn't give me a reason. Katie, uh, Carrie Lake has already given me a reason not to vote for if her. If Carrie Lake decides she's never talking about 2020, that was part of the thing. Yeah. And she comes out in no. the next two months no. and switches gears. No. Nothing? No, because I'm not an idiot. I, I, I know what she did. I know what she how she feels. I know what she said. And you can't go back from that. You're an election denier. You don't live in the real world. I'm not voting for you. Um, but that being said, let's talk about Hobbs. OK. All right. Uh, well, what do you really want to talk about? Exactly. It, that's the point. What is she campaigning on? What is it? I don't know. I, I don't know. Does she have a plan for the border? I haven't heard one. You know, it's one thing to be quiet when you're running. And sometimes it's a it's a good idea. You let the other candidate fall on the sword. But I got to tell you, here's the thing about Katie Hobbs. You got to give people a reason to vote for you. okay? and it can't just be you're not Carrie Lake. It can't just be that if you have to have more and. I don't know where she stands on on the housing crisis. I don't know where she stands on the border. Well, we had her. We talked about the border, and she blamed yeah. Trump. That's not going to roll with independents like me either. 
So, you know, we discussed this a little bit yesterday, and I, I saw a ton. It was funny. After, we talked about this yesterday. I saw a ton of op-eds come out about Kate Hobbs and how she's not campaigning, and uh, no one sees what she's doing. Listen, you've got to get yourself in front of a television. Absolutely. You've got to get yourself, or a camera, I should say. You've got to get yourself on the radio. I mean, we've had her on. Okay. No one is seeing her do a thing. No. I mean, I have no idea what, I mean... Uh, is she energizing her base? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I think what she's hoping is Carrie Lake is going to energize the base. Uh, uh, you know, a pro, pro-choice is going to energize the base. Well, she doesn't have to energize, and she could be a sympathetic mm. figure because all these people were horrible to me, which was true during the 2020 election, all the things. That, sorry, at this point, there's a job to be done. What is your ideas for water for homelessness for for teacher pay for we can we could just start you know marking it off to, to keep the the valley and and the state continuing to rock and roll when it comes to uh you know businesses moving here what, what are these things i want to hear and of course immigration yeah. as much as you can if she's not out in front if we're not seeing her speak if she's not talking to people they're hiding her and there's got to be a reason that her campaign is doing that. Because, hey, Carrie Lake can go in front of a television. I keep saying a television. Can go in front of a camera. Uh, you know, she's she commands attention. Whether it's good or bad, she commands attention. Yeah, there's a bit of a presence there. Right. And, uh, and what if they don't debate? What if, what if, what if Hobbs says, I don't want to get into this mess? They're not going to. I'm yeah. telling you right now, yeah. Hobbs will not debate her. I'm sorry. If you I don't debate, wrong, but- you, if you don't debate, you can, you could you could schedule two or three. And if the first one goes super south and you're like, this was awful, like that first one between Trump and Biden, uh, okay, fine. You know what? You don't want to come back to that? Totally understandable. But if you don't want to debate from the outset, then yeah, that yeah. to me says you don't want to have a real conversation. Yeah, but remember, Kirsten Cinema didn't really uh, plan to debate McSally. I think they had one debate and that was it. I yeah. can check that, but I think that was pretty much it. Uh, and sometimes, but if you have no debates and you choose you not none. to have zero, right? Not even give the 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 not even have the fallback of well, you know, it was so ugly and nasty. I don't want to go through that again. If you don't even want to do that, then where are you going to be at that point? Because to me, you're just truly hiding. Here's the other thing. Um, you had a lot of people not vote in the primary. You had a lot of people not pay attention to the crazy, insane things that Carrie Lake was saying. Well, now you're probably going to pay attention. Is she going to go away from some of those crazy QAnon conspiracy theories? Maybe. Maybe. But if you were if you were watching and listening to what she was saying in the primary... I'll just be honest. I don't want any part of that craziness. Yeah. I, uh, you know, because I do the, the the little show in the morning. Your national show. And your uh, big time show. There is a lady in Texas who is running in the Democratic side. She got through the primary. Overnight, her, her website changed and went total centrist. Yeah. She was like, Medicare for all, free jobs for everybody. We're giving everybody housing, tear down the wall. And then overnight, it was, who's okay. Gonna, but who's going to, are there people that are going to buy that? Uh, that's my whole thing. It's not like 20 years ago when you can hide some of that because yeah. the news you got was on TV and a newspaper. Right. Now everybody sees it, you know? You know, Carrie Lake says balls, and oh my God, that's going to be everywhere. Yeah, and it was. And it was. We laughed about it because we're seven. Well, we're seven, but I also thought at least it was, uh, at least she showed a little bit of charisma, and at least she showed, um, 
uh, a sense of humor yeah. because so far she hasn't shown any sense no. of humor. No, she's just she, like she's out there to rip your throat off, <laughs> right? My my uncle is you know we joke about here, but he's the troll of trolls on the, on the right side of the right, aisle. He is. He uh, says to me the other day because he wasn't a big fan of her. He goes, he saw that and thought that's the first time she didn't remind me. Uh, of being an angry person right. talking about 2020. I think you see Carrie Lake, a lot of people, as an angry person that is an election denier. And then you look over there. What do you see from Katie Hobbs? Nothing. I don't see anything. I, I I don't know where she stands on a lot of stuff. I just know that, well, she's not Carrie Lake. Is that going to be good enough? It's not good enough. I don't think that's going to be good enough. I don't think it's going to be good enough. Will people come out and say, oh, my gosh, maybe, you know, um, Carrie Lake is now leading in the polls, which she's not. She's down by eight. But again, eight or ten. I don't put anything in that poll. I, I say it's even. That's the way we should probably look at this. And Carrie Lake, she's got uh, style. Uh, it's her own style. I don't know what Katie Hobbs and her public profile look like. I don't, big, I don't know what her style is or anything. And plus, we haven't had anything where they're crashing into her with all the stuff that took place in her office, which I think is going to probably get ugly. And I'm sure we'll find out more about that. And uh, those are the, some of the things, you know, uh, that she's going to have some issues with. And maybe she doesn't want to talk about those things. Maybe Hayden Hobbs will be her maybe. new name. Maybe. All right. Coming up next, the Giveathon for Phoenix Children's. So we're going to tell you how to become a champion of hope next. The Giveathon for Phoenix Children's is presented by your Valley Hyundai dealers and the Ok Chin Indian community. KTAR News 92.3 FM and the KTAR News app. Giveathon on the Gatos and Chad Show. All right, we've got kids fighting for their lives. And that's where we ask you to come in and give, 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 give. How about we kick it off? Check presentation, yeah. everybody. I like money. I like money. I know you like Panda Express. I love Panda Express as Hi, well. Hi, my name is Aaron. I'm with Panda Express. This year, we're giving $100,000 to the Giveathon. Oh. Thank you to our guests and associates for helping us raise this money. I invite each of you to call in at 602-933-4567 to donate. Hundred grand! Oh my god! A hundred grand! That's why orange chicken is amazing. Orange right chicken rocks. It's man. part chicken and part candy. Oh my goodness! And all delicious. Throughout the uh, the last few days, we've been giving you stories of children who are in the hospital. We tell you what they go through, and we try and tell you why you should donate. To get them the best doctors, the best nurses, the best technology. It's time for another story of hope presented by Mattamy Holmes. Jason, in September 2009, Jason, a student at Brophy uh, College Preparatory, collapsed at a basketball practice. He was unresponsive. His mom, D, dad, Chris, and Jason talk about that fateful day and what was to come in his Phoenix children's journey. This is Jason's story. Getting a call from the school when you see that pop up on your phone, uh, middle of the day or the afternoon, it always takes a pause. So my husband, he simultaneously was getting a phone call from the police officer that had hopped in the ambulance with Jason. But as we started driving down and discussing what was going on, we started to, I think, get a little bit more panicked. My husband went to park the car and I, I ran in. At that point, that instinct kicked in that something wasn't right. And that's when we found Jason, you know, getting treatment by multiple people. There were first responders standing over him, the emergency room staff. Due to the amount of people in the room, it was it instantly caught you as, wow, this is this is serious. It, it, it was it was frightening. 
But Chris and I knew to stay calm because we knew that he was in the right place and the experts were taking care of him. Jason had collapsed at practice, that they had gotten to the scene, that an AED had been administered. For that to be administered, we now know the heart must be stopped. Uh, I do remember just waking up in the hospital bed and I was confused. Uh, my mom mentioned to me that I actually thought I was in the hospital because of COVID. I didn't know what had happened to me. It's like my brain just completely forgot about everything that day. But the overall experience from the emergency room to the ICU, it, it was absolutely incredible and exactly what you would want. And when we did get introduced to the Dr. Franklin, Dr. Velez duo, um, the A-team, we had no idea, again, being in it, that we had, you know, the MVPs of, of you know, the surgical and um, clinical team. You know, everything from them drawing us pictures, you know, asking, answering our questions as things were unfolding. They were so patient. Um, but that's the type of doctors and surgeons that we dealt with who, no matter how long their day was, was making sure we as patients were seen and heard. Um, and that was important. You know, we were scared once we started to get more information um, because of the unknowns of Jason's recovery. As the days turn into multiple days and move on, you know, Jason went in and he had a surgery approximately a week, a week later. So spending time at BCH around the clock and, and, and they do a really good job. They become your family because you, you don't leave and you're there nonstop. I can't be, have enough gratitude and be thankful enough to the folks that gave us care. The ICU director stayed. I checked in with her at night, you know, just walking to get a cup of coffee and said hello to her and said thank you for her staff. She knew that Jason was did well and he was checking out of the ICU after his open heart surgery. She smiled. She said, I'm so happy for you because not everyone gets the outcomes. Because we are, we're very fortunate. Jason has a very, very great, and we were very fortunate for his outcome. And and she was another person that just, her, it was so grateful for the staff and the standards that they maintain for themselves in that hospital. It, it was remarkable. Wow, what an incredible institution you'll find yourself in when if, if you receive care or ever need to attend PCH for any reason. We've been doing the Phoenix Children's uh, Giveathon. I believe the first year was 2009. If you've been listening ever since then and you've never given, give today. Yeah. Give today. It, 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 it's an incredible feeling to give to a place that's going to save a kid. 602-933-4567. Why don't we do a match here? Let's do it. Chad. Matchity match. Uh, Desert Financial Credit Union. You want to thank them for the match. Anything you can give will be matched. You can become a champion of hope. $20 per month is all it is. 20 bucks per month. So easy. Speaking of the champion of hope, Oscar Chandler, thank you. Patrick Scottsdale, Mary Sun City West, Rachel and Chandler, all champions of hope. Thank you. All right. And when you become a champion of hope, a teddy bear is going to be delivered by the Train Teddy Bear Express. Come on, the train. Juju Train. That's 602-933-4567. 602-933-4567. 
donate, help the kids, help the doctors and the nurses save people. Um, and all you have to do is call. The match is going to continue throughout the break. All right? It's the give for Phoenix Children's. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR. On air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now. Well, it's 3.30 and you know what that means. It's time for us to hold up the headlines. Here's Becky Lynn. And here's our top story. It's KTAR Eyes on Education. As your kids head back to school from summer break, the state's teacher shortage continues. A recent survey by the Arizona School Personnel Association finds 2,200 vacant teacher positions. The association's Justin Wing says the shortage is impacting schools all across the state. Special ed, elementary ed, and math, I believe, in our survey really stood out the most. He says the biggest need is also among schools in lower socioeconomic areas and in rural cities. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Sorry, I played that a little loud. <laughs> well, what what else did we expect? We knew that there were going to be over 2,000 vacancies. What has Ducey done about it? What's our legislature done about it? Teach? Nothing. You remember that? Remember the military teach? Uh, that was a plan from Florida. They were going to have veterans teach. Yeah. Uh, the last time I checked, not many people want a job as a teacher because you're going to be disrespected by parents. You're going to be disrespected by politicians. And we're not going to pay you. So haven't we made our own bed? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've made our own bed. And, and you know who's, we get. who's paying for it? Uh, well, the kids. Kids. And, uh, and eventually all of us. Look, nobody wants to raise taxes. It sucks. we got to find out a way to cut some cost and some fat and maybe figure out a sales tax or something where we all participate in it and we get the teachers a bit more money. But uh, and which helps our housing prices, by the way, because people don't want to move their businesses here if they think you can't educate kids. We're holding up the headlines. Earlier this week, KTAR told you about some of the threats that are being lobbed at Maricopa County election workers. Now we've learned at least one man is under indictment. The U.S. Department of Justice served a Missouri man for allegedly calling the personal cell phone of Maricopa County recorder Stephen Richer and leaving a violent message. On Monday, Richer told the County Board of Supervisors that threats are pretty common for election workers. Call center attendants would be regularly abused by screaming, shouting, all the profanity you can think of. He also says a claim that he deleted election files sparked the call, but that claim was false. Yeah, I'm all for blaming in this uh, newscast of Becky Lynn. Who are we blaming here? Oh, that's right. We should probably blame people like Donald Trump and Carrie Lake and people who are MAGA who are saying that the election is stolen. When you rile people up and you get them to believe your nonsense, you're going to have people like this call and threaten and sometimes is that the one that said he was out. gonna that you should be hung if president trump my yeah. god what, the, what is wrong how angry what life do you not have you're like guys i can't come out tonight i gotta make uh, horrible phone calls to people in arizona who i've never met over the 2020 These election are, they're people who are not the brightest uh, bulbs no no losers and, and they're right they are uh, i'll go with you they're losers yeah Absolutely. But also they're hearing it from their elected heroes who want to continue the terrible rhetoric. We're holding up the headlines. 
The Biden administration is reacting to Wyoming Representative Liz Cheney's stinging loss yesterday in her Republican primary. Cheney, the vice chair of the January 6th committee, was beaten by a Trump-backed challenger, but has continued her vow to do everything she can to keep the former president from returning to office. ABC's Jay O'Brien has more from the White House. White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain telling MSNBC while he disagrees with Congresswoman Liz Cheney on almost everything, he respects her commitment to democracy and stance against former President Donald Trump's lies about the 2020 election. Cheney telling supporters Thursday she's not leaving the political stage. I ask you tonight to join me. Cheney's now launching an organization to oppose a Trump comeback in 2024. Jay O'Brien, ABC News, Washington. Yeah, you know, that's also probably not a good thing either. You know what? Uh, go to MSNBC, CNN, or Fox, or I'll give you the most money and relax and enjoy Why? yourself. Uh, because, you're, first of all, if you're going to, you're still chairing a committee that's going on about potentially indicting Trump in January 6th. You shouldn't be starting a I'm going against you running again thing until you're done with that. That's not a good look either. Uh, you I, know. Think, I think the Republicans need somebody like a Cheney out there. So. Who don't think the election was stolen and might actually run for president. Yeah, she's uh, she would have no zero chance. She just doesn't have the charisma and, and stuff. Her big fame is the fact that she's, you know, taking this on and good honor for having the, the scruples to do it. That's a you know what? I like the fact that she stood by her guns. Yeah. Uh, that being said, uh, she got blown out last night. She did. And it might be the best thing that ever happened to her. It's possible. Maybe. We're holding up the headlines. The newly signed Inflation Reduction Act could have a big impact on those who are living on a fixed income but need prescriptions. KTAR's Colton Krolak joins us live with details. Yeah, Becky, the landmark legislation includes several new provisions that are designed to lower the cost of prescription drugs. These drugs are created and manufactured here often with the help of the federal government. So why for decades do our seniors have to pay more than seniors in Canada or Mexico or Europe? U.S. Senator Mark Kelly says the legislation will allow Medicare to negotiate the price of prescriptions and cap out-of-pocket drug costs to $2,000 a year. It will also restrict the ability of companies to increase drug prices faster than inflation and cap co-pays for insulin to $35 per month. Reporting live, Colton Krolak, KTAR News. Uh, the best thing that's come out of the bill was that the Inflation Reduction Act doesn't really do anything for an inflation, and uh, that was the best thing. And we should have been doing this a long time ago. I know some, Trump talked about, every president's talked about it. It's good that this got done because uh, we end up paying retail while the rest of the world pays cost. And that's why they're going to have all the free health care they want. Uh, I'm glad this happened. We're holding up the headlines. Well, get your calendars and make your plans. Next year's sun schedule is already out. Paul's three-pointers. The Suns will open the schedule Wednesday, October 19th, the way last season's playoffs ended, hosting the Dallas Mavericks. Once again this year, the Suns are joining the Cardinals in playing on Christmas Day. The difference, the Suns will be on the road this year in Denver, while the Cardinals host Tampa Bay and Glendale. In all, the Suns will make 22 national TV appearances. The regular season ends April 9th. Jeff Munn, KTAR News. You see that full Sun schedule at ArizonaSports.com. I'm uh, I'm interested in the preseason for the Suns, and I'll tell you why. I know that sounds ridiculous. We'll finally know what the heck happened because something went down in that locker room that no one is telling us about. You know, did people have COVID and they didn't tell anybody? Is that why they were so bad in the last few games? Was there a ruckus? Was there a, a split in the locker room? But I have never in my life seen a collapse like that. And so I'm looking forward to this season because before it actually really starts, I want to know what happened as a Suns fan. 
Yeah. I absolutely want to know because something big happened, and we don't know what it is. Nobody, a team that good can't collapse that badly. Yeah, the way they fell apart, which is, it was like a totally different team totally over a different. space of two or three weeks. Something ugly happened. Something ugly happened. All right, every day at 3.30. We like to call it holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news, and of course, we interrupt, we react to the day's top stories. We're on Weather Watch here. We are, are seeing the winds and the dust start to pick up. Some people are saying that you could see 60-mile-per-hour winds. Whoa. Uh, so uh, keep it here. We'll get you the latest on the weather. Plus, at 4.05, remember, we do this every day, midterm mayhem. Now you keep quiet? Mayhem. I don't know what's wrong with you today. You know, I was thinking about that 60 mile an hour wind. I was <laughs> the like, madness. oh my God, it's not going to attack my, I just got my, my barbecue back. <laughs> the madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 mayhem. midterm election. Jan Brewer, former governor, is going to join us. Did she have that chat with Carrie Lake? Oh, I know. It's must listen to. It's coming up. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show, afternoons. I want to read something here so Steve doesn't yell at me later. The wise man sometimes becomes evil when you don't read these things. <laughs> He's like, if you read these, hey, subscribe to the Gets Chat Show podcast. Do it now. Your iPhone, your Android, you're never going to miss any of the show. So you get a show, show uh, podcast. There is a beauty of You can take us wherever you want. You can be sitting somewhere. Boom, there we are. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's the way it works. Uh, the Gatos and Chat Show podcast brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty, East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to carolsdebuyers.com, carolsdebuyers.com. All right. Uh, you heard from Becky Lynn, Detour Dan. The dust, the heavy downpours in part of the West Valley. Uh, I'm seeing dust in the area near Surprise, Sun City West. On 303, Detour Dan said, and I think it's his birthday tomorrow. Oh, my goodness. By the way, can we find that out? Because I have to sing to him if that's the case. Anyway. You're going to bring out the kazoo? I'm going to bring the kazoo out. The 303, uh, some people are saying we've got some hail. Oh, It's hail. amazing, right? Goodness. But the hail is going on. That wasn't that good. That, that was, was corny right yeah, there. I like corny. that. Look corny. So we got big wind gusts. Uh, it's all in the West Valley. We'll keep you up to date. If you're driving over there, you're thinking about going somewhere, well, just keep it here. Becky Lynn's up in uh, just a few minutes, and we'll figure out uh, these severe thunderstorm warnings over part of the West Valley. Also, now it's including Avondale. So yeah. we got damaging winds and some hail, and it's going to be a pretty decent storm. And reminder, uh, it's still going on. You can give, and that's what we're asking you guys to do today. Desert Financial Phone Bank is open, 602-933-4567. Uh, and it's just, it's it's easy to do. You can also text as well. Mm-hmm. to uh, You just text the word GIVE to 411-923 or 620-620. Either that you choose, it's easy and Simple. You're not going to be on the phone long, and it's really quick with the text. Okay. Uh, midterm mayhem in about uh, 10 or 12 minutes. Mayhem. Let's discuss, ju- I think it's something we need to update at least once a day. Okay. And it's the FBI search of Mar-a-Lago. And um, do you have any new information? Because from what I understand, there's a judge that's looking on this whole, on, on the judge could decide tomorrow to unseal some of these details. Yeah. Don't you think they have to 
do that? They have to unseal yeah. some of these. All right. Why do they have to do it? Is it is it because you got to tell the American people why the FBI went into a former president's residence? Yeah. I, well, yeah, I think. And, and you took stuff out. And people are asking questions, especially when you think about he's the guy that just lost the election. On top of that, he is probably the odds on favor if he wants to be the guy that will run again. And even people on the left are saying, hey, this could look so political. And you guys have you've dropped the ball on a few occasions. And if you drop the ball on this one. Everybody's going to have every right to look and say, why should we trust a lot of these institutions if if this is becomes fully political? And Dershowitz came out today and said, look, two things people are going to be mad about. If you went after Trump for this stuff and you didn't go after uh, the, the likes of Hillary after they admitted, yeah, she shouldn't have had this. This was bad. She erased all of these things. She was warned about it. They're going to say. Uh, two justice systems. Yeah, know. but this is a, a listen. The Hillary emails and all and, and the servers that was ridiculous too. But she wasn't the president. No, but this she had access to just about as much as he did, and they warned her on numerous occasions. And she wiped it. What if he would have just burned all this stuff? Well, listen, I always thought Hillary was a crook too. Yeah, yeah. but that, but but maybe Trump is a crook too. No, so I, that's why I think we just need we need to know what's in the details. What's what unseal this stuff, tell us what it is. Uh and, and then, you can redact a vast majority. People want to know, were you there just to get your stuff back or do you really think he's committed some crime or and as somebody pointed out today, we're all talking about Trump. There may be other people in Trump's circle that may have tried to do something that Trump was completely unaware. Maybe got to tell us. Yeah, because we you got to bring, bring the heat down. Yeah. All right. Midterm mayhem. Mayhem. Is up next. We do it every day at 4.05. We bring you the madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election. Former Arizona Governor Jan Brewer is joining us. She's not a doormat like Ducey who just gave his support to Carrie Lake. Did Jan Brewer have that personal sit-down chat with Lake yet? We'll ask her next.